Welcome back to The Word with G right here on ESPN 1420, ESPN1420.com and the ESPN 1420 mobile app. Greg Laundert here, you there. And now joining us on our weekly Wednesday segment here talking Ragin' Cajun football is Ragin' Cajun head football coach Billy Napier. Coach, what's up? Welcome in. Greg, how are we doing today, man? I am doing terrific. First and foremost, congratulations on the win on Saturday. It was very exciting to watch. And uh, it, it felt a little normal. Got a chance to go out and enjoy the game with a couple of Cajun fans, and everybody was going nuts out where we were watching it. And it was uh, it was a very good time. You guys are ranked for the first time in a very, very long time. Now, I know that doesn't really mean anything to you because we've got to continue to go out there and show it on the field. But during that game on Saturday, how was it, first and foremost, to compete in a stadium that was largely empty? I thought they did a good job of trying to simulate somewhat of an environment. You know, their band was there. They did have some crowd noise. Uh, there were some family members uh, from the players and staff there, both sides. Um, you know, I think for us, um, it was probably not as big of a factor as maybe it was for their players. Um, and we kind of felt like that was a little bit of an advantage for us going in. So, uh, in general... Um, I don't think it affected us that much at all. Uh, but I think the, the focus there uh, was on the execution, and we, we got that for the most part. No doubt about it. Let's go offensively quickly here. Uh, you guys had to deal with a little bit of adversity offensively. You couldn't really get a, a lot done on the ground or as much as you would have liked to, but you hit that one big pass play to Peter LeBlanc. How were you guys able to kind of deal with the ebbs and the flows of the game uh, as it as it was unfolding for you offensively? Well, we were fortunate. Uh, first of all, we felt like they were going to be really good on defense going in. A lot of veteran players, big, long um, you know, down linemen, the backers were big and heavy. You know, they're, they're really unique in how they play, um, you know, the structure they play. So it, we knew going in it was going to be a challenge. Um, we needed – we probably could have called it a little bit different. I could have done a better job for our players positioning them, picking from the right stuff. Uh, but I do think we played some of the situations well, you know, the two-minute before the half, the four-minute drive at the end of the game to finish it. And then the big play, the pass, right? So um, the two returns kind of shortened the number of opportunities we had, right? Yeah. We punt, we we kick it off right back to them. So uh, it's the first time in a while we were under 60 plays in a game. They shrunk the game. We got two returns. Uh, so not as many opportunities as we'd like on offense. But, you know, I think that the big, the big deal here is the defense and the kicking game kept us in it. And ultimately, the two returns changed the game completely, and and that's why we won. Absolutely. um, Great team win, man. I think good situational football, and overall, um, all everybody contributed in a major way. Now, as an offensive play caller with that big play, I want to talk just quickly about that. Uh, Was that something that you were kind of setting up throughout the game and reading how the defense was playing against you guys, or was it just in that moment was like, hey, look, this is the play we're going to go with, and it just kind of opened up for you? No, it was one that we, uh, you know, had practiced, you know, in that formation. We felt like the coverage variables were pretty low. Um, and we we, act, we actually called them in the one that we wanted. And Peter did a great job on the matchup on the safety. is really good protection. And Levi laid it in there. You know, Levi actually told me, um, you know, the night before in the QB meeting, we were going through some of the down and distance 
uh, field zone, kind of his favorites, you know, reorganizing the call sheet. He told me, hey, I really like this Dino concept. And um, so we went with it, and uh, he cashed it in. So it was great to see him have conviction about a play uh, and then to execute it really well. Again, Coach Napier, our guest. Uh, as you mentioned, the defense was awesome. Um, on both sides, really, the the special teams plays were the big big momentum shifts in that game. We'll get to that in just a minute. But what allowed you guys to be so successful defensively in Patrick Tony's debut? Well, we played good team defense. I thought we had a good plan. Uh, we affected the quarterback. We hit him. We pushed the pocket. We did a relatively job of keeping him in the pocket. He really only got out twice. Um, you know, we neutralized the run game to some degree. Um, and then we played tight coverage. You know, that was the plan going in. Really try to deny the ball, make them throw it in the tight windows. Um, but in general, we got two takeaways and we got two fourth down stops. So when you combine those four plays with zero turnovers on offense with plus four in the turnover margin, it's hard to lose when you do that. Yeah, it certainly is. And now, uh, before we get to the special teams, just curious as to how the guys are filling in for Zion Hill uh, in his absence. Obviously, he traveled with the team but couldn't play. How are the guys stepping up and filling in for him? How do you, how do you think they handled that uh, that situation? Well, I think um, Andre Landry, we moved him over to that end position, and he, he really played well. Uh, he was consistent. He played strong. I did have a couple plays where he can do better one of the touchdown runs in particular, but Andre is a, has been a bright spot. He's really grown up as a person. Um, you see him maturing, being more consistent. Um, he's 6'4 plus. He weighs close to 270 pounds. We moved him to defensive end the first year we were here. He was a tight end when we first arrived. Uh, but Andre stepped up and played well. Uh, we had to play Andre Jones in the, in the game a little bit more than we liked. Uh, but we anticipate getting Zion back this week and getting Kendall Wilkerson back this week as well. And those are definitely good things. Again, Coach Napier, our guest here on The Word with G. All right, let's go over to the special teams quickly. Uh, Robbie Disher, he mentioned when he got, got this job and when, when we talked to him before the season, he said, look, this is a really talented group, and Coach Pollage did a really good job. I think there's only a little bit that I need to help clean up, and it was those penalties that negated a couple of big plays for you guys last year. And bam, right off the bat, just the fruits of the labor right there. No penalties. The two big plays from Chris Smith, who got the special teams defensive player of the week, or special teams player of the week, and then Eric Guerrero. Uh, just those two guys, their impact on uh, on the special teams and how it all kind of set up for you guys and, and, and the, the big impact that those two plays had. Yeah, well thought out conceptually. You know, I think we did a really good job not only designing the concept, but the in-game adjustments I thought were impressive too. Uh, and then you got to give credit to the players, man. They went and executed the plan. Uh, but, you know, that's Robbie's reputation is he's uh, – a special teams guy. He's got lots of experience doing it. Uh, certainly first game, you know, calling it completely. Um, I thought he did a great job. And, and the big thing as a team, offensively, defensively, and on special teams is although we won the game, uh, there's lots of things that we can correct on the film. And we got to make sure that we've got good plans for improvement. Uh, we get some of those cheeks in the armor uh, fixed. Uh, iron out the wrinkles. You know, most coaches say get that the most improvement comes between two, and we've got to make sure that we get that. So 
uh, we got a lot of work left to do here to continue to get better. Uh, but we're really proud of the guys as a group as a whole. No doubt. I know you have to go here in a, in a minute or two, but I just wanted to ask you two more quick ones. Um, and I don't know if you can expand upon what you think some of the things that you guys need to improve on uh, going into to uh, Georgia State. Well, I don't know that that'd be smart for me to do. <laughs> Those all the issues I think we do have, but uh, I think in general, uh, you know, all the things that we've been working on through, throughout training camp and last week, getting ready for the opener. Some of those are still issues that we got to keep trying to resolve. We've got lots of veteran players that need to play better. Uh, we've got lots of young players. We had 15 players that played in their first ever game for the Cajuns this, this uh, Saturday. So all of those guys are going to get continue to get better. Um, you know, so in general, I think we've got lots of areas in our team that we're, we're focused on improving in. Challenges this week uh, Georgia State presents to you guys? Well, they got a veteran team. You know, about everybody's back on both sides of the ball. Um, I've got a ton of respect for Sean Elliott. Uh, I think he's done a terrific job. You think about where Georgia State was at when he got there, where they are now. Uh, he's worked really hard. I think they've recruited and evaluated well. The personnel is good. His teams always play hard. I admire that about this, their teams. This was a team that was 5-1 and one last year at home. Uh, only loss was to App State, so it's a tough place to play. Uh, we're going to play the 12 Eastern kickoff, so it'll be another early one. Um, but in general, you know, this is one of the best teams in our league last year before the quarterback got injured, uh, and we're going to have to be ready to play our best ball of the 2020 season. Finally, uh, just uh, I know Nate Schneider had a little problem there, you know, missed a couple of field goals. Kenny Almendares came out and, and kicked a couple of for him uh, after that. Where's Nate Schneider? You expect him to kind of be back in, in the mix there kicking field goals this coming week? Yeah, Nate, Nate's much like a lot of players on our team. There's, there's a lot of things that he can do better. You know, I think it's very technical. He's got to do a better job from a fundamental and technique standpoint. Um, you know, obviously we'll create some competition there this week between him and Kenny. Uh, don't overlook the fact that Nate did a terrific job on the kickoffs. I thought the one kick down into the goal line there, where we tackled him inside the 15, was huge. Um, so Nate's talented, and uh, much like all the players on our team, he's got areas to improve, and most of those are very technical uh, and fundamentals that he can, he can work on this week. And this has been our chat with head coach, Raging Cajun football, Billy Napier. Thanks so much, coach. Have a great rest of the week. Uh, travel safe this weekend, and uh, let's go get another W this Saturday. All right, Greg. Thank you, man. Have a great day. See you soon.